0: Hey everybody, welcome to Big Brain Gaming's first podcast. I'm here with my four other co-hosts, and they're about to introduce
1: themselves.
2: Uh, hey, I'm Jacob, I'm a tryhard.
1: Uh, I'm Kurt, local judge. I'm so much a tryhard. I always beat teams of
3: locals, somewhat of a tryhard.
4: Mm. Uh, I'm Mark, uh, I guess I'm more of a casual guy and my name is Tibbs or
0: Ty as some people call me and I'm gonna be the host of this podcast I'm so happy to have you guys listen on in on our first episode which is gonna be about rogue decks in the meta and the history of it and why they are always prevalent in any format you play so guys um rogue decks in general what's y'all's
3: opinions on them
2: not that good to be honest
3: why a, do you say that? There's a reason they're rogue yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's,
2: a, a, there's a reason they're rogue and there's also a reason in fact why they don't get top sixteens most time
0: I mean, it's a fair point, but I feel like rogue always has like its place I mean, there's always like it definitely it definitely
2: th- has the place But like at a YCS type of event I don't you're you're really gonna see like ever any type of rogue in top 32 and up if it's an actual like big YCS event
0: I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But I mean, like, if it's in the hands of a good duelist, like, for example, let's be honest, let's say if Jesse Cotton brings a rogue deck into an event, it's going to place higher than, you know, normal players. So do you think rogue decks suck in terms that they can't do anything? Or do you think it's the duelists themselves that can't really do
4: anything? I mean, if you're talking decks? about
2: like a world competitor, but if, if Jesse Cotton's versing other world competitors, the rogue deck is still going to lose for the fact of if the rogue deck was just as good as like one of the top decks. It would be one of the top decks, not a rogue deck. The fact, like the fact of the matter is, Jesse Cotton's a world, like you know, competitor, and he knows pretty much more than almost you know ninety percent of people who play this game, you know. And the fact that he knows probably his, you know the his opponent's deck more than his opponent does also has a factor.
0: I mean that's fair, and I agree with that. Um, Kurt, what is your opinions on it?
1: Hmm. Uh, I, I kind of I would kind of echo a lot of what's what's been said about like if you know if they were truly good then like they would be the top decks but you know as you're saying also like or or one big thing is like representation is very low for like individual rogue decks and like that's another reason that they don't they also don't do well in big tournaments because you know when you could play Dragon Link when you could play Dino or you know, whatever you want to pick for your your deck like you can play all these things they have high representation or you could have these like one or two people like oh look that one guy's playing guru and then it's like oh well you know there's there's only going to be so many of them so then just sheer numbers makes it so they also have a low chance of topping
0: right right representation is always a big thing in yu-gi-oh um, in my opinion, I feel like there's certain road decks, you know, that can still compete because they just counter the meta so perfectly. So No, they're definitely like are.
2: I agree. Yeah, with so that. like
0: so like in this format, if it, there's a trap heavy deck besides Eldlich, I mean, if they're really controlling and they get they win the die roll, which is also really huge in this format, I mean
4: I don't see any reason why they couldn't top. Like for One example they- life. I the other thing road decks are probably still relevant is because most road decks uh, probably don't cost as much as, say, uh, some of these other meta guys. I know Dragon Link's cheap, but I know some of these, like Lich, uh before the reprint, of course, was super expensive, and some people just see it as a cheaper alternative to meta. Yeah,
2: like, see, like, I know a lot of, like, uh, two of my friends, for instance, they were playing Altergeist and grew other, like, control decks, like Elblitch because when I bought my Eldritch deck, I paid a good $750. I needed the Golden Lord, I needed souls and stuff like that and for people who can't afford that there's you know like alternatives that can still top. like like before COVID we saw Ultra guys want a PPG and they want a regionals like they, the deck can still definitely compete but the fact of the matter is rogue decks tend to lose hard to a certain like like side card or hard to a certain meta deck that other meta decks can just cover more like I do believe that the top decks can cover more top decks than most rogue decks can
0: and I and I agree with you um also, Isaiah, so you were saying something a little bit, kind of got cut off right there.
3: I was just talking about my favorite rogue, rogue deck.
2: Ah, uh, yes. Uh, what is your favorite rogue uh,
3: deck? Pure, pure zombies. I I don't know why. I really just hate zombie world as a card. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I, I, I don't so know why. Good. You're taking,
2: like, yeah. the best rogue card.
3: It's <laughs> a, it's so good, but every time I play, I always get cucked by it. I, I'm playing Dino. I'm Over and I know it's an Overraptor, and I my opponent has zombie world up, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> i mean, I mean it's that's
2: good. like it's so good like even like even eldest players are like meaning zombie
3: world just for like so, some are like not a lot but
2: i seen the card is meeting it just for the fact of like
3: it covers so many options the card does literally nothing but almost everything yeah it's just like you it know what l- it does literally nothing what is it like dna something it, it's Basically dna good, surgery right? yeah it's dna just surgery better.
0: DNA surgery, it's like, hey, bro, nice archetype, let me just... Yeah. it's so
3: funny, because
2: so many people don't understand the whole rivalry zombie world lock. A lot of people uh, don't understand that, which, which, like, blows my mind. I can't tell you how lock or ICS I've been to. And, like, there'll be someone playing zombies next to me, or Eldritch. And, like, they activate zombie world, and they activate rivalry, and their opponent's like, okay, and they go to summon, and, like, they just don't understand the concept of how that works. Oh, like, I, I hate that lock, so much. is a lot of people don't understand, I guess, like, I think a lot of people think, underestimate road decks for the fact of they just think any deck that's not one of the top three or top four just can't do anything. That's like, I, an like, issue, I
0: feel like, in tournaments because <laughs> some of these pro players, they get really salty. Like, Some out of nowhere, a cubic player just whoops the crap out of them. And they're like, what is this? I mean, like you're not prepared. You have to realize Yu-Gi-Oh! Even the best duelists, even in big tournaments, will play fun decks because the game is meant to be fun. Yeah. I feel yeah. like if you're not respecting cubics, or you know before this bandless zoo or you know some type of control trap deck, I mean it's like you're you, that's your fault
3: for not preparing. You have to respect a rogue matchup. Rogue like has how- that rogue has the one benefit above like any other deck, and it's just completely like unexpected versus every other matchup. You always side for Dragon Link, Eldlich, and Dion. You never side for freaking fluffles. Right, like I will agree
2: with that, but some road decks you definitely are anticipating. Like another, I think another problem with road decks for me is the fact of a lot of them play similar. And the way of Altergeist and Gru play it in oh, a really yeah. similar fashion of like it takes time to set them up, and like for the fact of like Fluffles, I will say is probably the rogue deck. Fluffles and Altergeist are the two rogue decks that I've seen probably do the best out of any other rogue deck.
0: Oh, I have a little question about that. Would you consider them like tier
3: two or rogue? Because that's another topic we need to introduce. What's the difference between tier two and rogue? All a rogue, a rogue deck is just a deck that isn't a part of the expected metagame. It's all it is. It's like not expected a part. Like a part of the metagame, yeah. it's just not expected. Yeah, so like a tier two
2: deck, a tier two deck right now, would probably be, like, maybe, like, that Goki combo deck,
3: or, like...
0: Well, Terra. I feel like, like would be tier yeah. two because of that, um... that Neuron combo that ends on Zexel, right? Yeah, I
2: mean, I, I wouldn't call it, I guess... I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't call Altergeist and, like, Guru, like, Rogue. They're definitely expected.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But, like, people consider them Rogue, I guess, because they don't have a lot of... They pretty much don't have, I guess, a lot of people... They playing. have,
3: like... And nobody's playing them anymore. Yeah,
2: like, the,
1: everyone's the The glitch.
2: same people that, that have been topping with Altergeist have been the same players since it came out.
0: Like, right. right. And there's always going to be a presence for Altergeist and, you know, Guru, so because the, no one expects you to, you know, set one card, set four pass. They're like, what is this?
2: And Altergeist <laughs> isn't, like, in my opinion, a necessarily bad deck. It's not, like, an amazing deck. Like, it, I mean, it loses to, like, a lot of things in a way. It, but... It's definitely not, like, a horrible deck. It's definitely a deck that, like, I will have respect for when going to an event or a regionals game one. Game two and three, I definitely will lose a little respect for it. But, like, game one, as, I guess, Aww. like, an eldest player, like, I, I mean, I will respect the deck.
3: I remember playing Altergeist at YCS Vegas. It was horrible. I hated it. Like, oh, yeah, I, got I would it. say
2: this. It also definitely depends on the deck you're playing. Like, if you're playing a combo deck, play like, think it's Guys game one. It's kind of,
3: really kind of annoying. That die roll is really,
0: you really want that die roll, right? Like, exactly. So, um, so speaking of rogue, we have a rogue player, you know, in our midst, Mark over here running that trap tricks dogmatica spice, which you know, out of the blue. So, Mark, how do you feel in this format running your deck? How confident are you, you know, let's say going to a locals? How confident do you feel of, you know, placing with that deck?
4: Uh, well, I guess when you look at a deck like Dogmatica Trap Tricks, it is rogue, but it's also borrowing some of the key concepts of some, uh, meta deck. Like, the Dogmatica engine is just, uh, really good right now. And, uh, using that to the advantage of, uh, you can synergize the Trap Tricks. Not only do you get the Dogmatica aspect of saying, uh, uh, fuck, of saying I could just dump, say, in a Tiss and get free, uh, plus is just for dumping the Grave. You also get the Trap Tricks part of it being, hey... I get these traps, and uh, I can just summon Sarah, and Sarah is just such an overwhelming card if you can't get rid of it because it just generates advantage and punishment. And I, of that of deck, and is and I so will say, there's rude. a
2: lot of people. Every time I've gone to locals with Mark, people like no one has like no no one knows what that deck does at all. Like I'll I think how many games I've passed by Mark, and they're just reading every card.
3: They didn't play half Yeah,
4: Yeah, they'll, they'll see the Dogmatica cards, uh, and they'll be like, okay, Dogmatica, and then I'll just drop a free trap check, and they're like, what is going on here? Because <laughs> it's the spice. I mean,
0: that's the beautiful part of Rogue. I used to play teller Knights. Did you know when I went on Dueling Book the other day and I played teller Knights, they had no idea what the cards do? No idea. I, I just feel like people, you know, when you play a really good deck for long periods of time, then you take a year or two off and you bring it back up again, and it's not in the meta. It just like throw it out of their brains, like it's not even there.
2: And the game is like ever growing. This game is bigger than it's ever been. Like it's right. crazy. It's crazy. Like like now a normal regionals is like three four hundred people. Like two three years ago, I remember going to like six seven regionals a year, and there was, and it's maybe hundred hundred fifty. Like, and just like a few years ago, the biggest YCS event ever held was like eight hundred people, and now the biggest event's been like fifteen or eighteen hundred or something like that. And it's just right. crazy to expect, like, people say Yu-Gi-Oh! is, like, dying, but in reality, it's, it's like, just ever-growing. Like, the game is more popular than it's ever been. And I honestly will also say, I won. think that's the help of, like, duel links and stuff like that, because I really think it got a lot of old players, like, back into the game.
3: One of the other ones is, like, I, you, like the amount of actual, like, pack opening by, like, humongous creators has been, like, a lot more, like, growing, if you, if you noticed.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, there's not a lot of content because due to COVID, I mean, they need to do something to keep their stuff up, right? Yeah, it's pretty nostalgic. Yeah, and plus, opening up old packs and, like, for example, like Moist Critical, you know, some of these people who are not Yu-Gi-Tubers or Pokemon Tubers or whatsoever are opening up packs. They are really embracing that community, our You, our card game community, because it's really strong. I mean, like, you'd be surprised. You know who you know plays Pokemon, Magic, or Yu Gi Oh, and it's because, like, pretty cool seeing them, you know, tap into that verse. Like for example, the Farfa and Moist Critical or Penguin Zero on YouTube as he goes by was just really insane. Some dude who has seven million subscribers went down and talked to Farfa, who has what? Has he, he hit is, like
2: fifty?
0: Yeah, which is really insane.
2: Like, and it's it's crazy for the fact that people think people think this card game is like it's it's a kid's game, it's not that fun, or your child is play playing. Like, the game gets to the point where it's very, like, advanced. It's very not, you know, a seven-year-old can't just buy buy a pack of cards and go to a tournament and just play. Like, well, I mean, they
3: can, but, like...
2: They're not going to... I mean, play to play, be fair, it's
3: monarch, monarch
0: format, that would be a little different.
2: Like, <laughs> and the fact of, I think more people are realizing that and more people, like, I guess aren't afraid of... Just the whole fact of, oh, he plays Yu-Gi-Oh! Or, oh, he plays a card game. More people realize it's just a card game. Like, it's just for fun. We're playing it for fun. You should do what you like. There's, right. there's no reason to, like, sit there and just, I'm, I'm, like, made, make fun of people who play card games. Or not even, like, try the card game. Like, it's just, like, I remember with the first time I tried it, I mean, I, I met, like, Mark and, like, another kid from high school. And they kept trying to get me to try the card game. And I obviously tried it and I fell in love with it, and that's, you know, seven years ago. Right, and then
0: Yu-Gi-Oh! is just, it's such an embracing community, but I have to be honest, it's so toxic to some of its players.
2: It is the like, most, I will say, to me it's very, this community is so toxic.
0: I mean, if you look online, there's a lot of scammers going on. Like, you can just go to like a Facebook group, and there's so much drama over a card game. I mean, yes, it's a fun game, and a lot of people like to play it. I mean, at the end of the day, what is it? It's a cardboard game that we all use to compete and have fun.
2: And I, I, I mean, mostly yeah. a big part of that is because of how expensive our card game is compared to others. Like uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic are two of the most expensive card games. To to join Vanguard, at least if you're playing standard at least, like, it, like a meta deck is going to cost you at most $200, like and that's as soon as it releases. Give it a month. It'll be $100, 150
0: all right, Pokemon,
3: Pokemon prices are kind of wild too nowadays.
0: Well, I mean, it's just because, you know, a Charizard got released, and so I'm like, oh my goodness, is that a Charizard? Drop big bucks.
3: Yeah, that, like, it's like a $400 Charizard or
2: something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. like, <laughs> I Pokemon is ridiculous, and the fact that I think, like, the new Digimon card game, it's cheap except for the, like, one card, but that card's going down, <laughs> and then, like, you have, uh like, what's that other card game? I forgot the name of it. The, uh, I forgot what it's called. What's his concept? Uh, it, was, came, it came out like four years ago. I Can't think of it. It's really small. That's not uh,
3: vice uh, no, not vice. Of course, it will.
2: I mean, is like really cheap unless you're trying to buy like the uh, the signed cards.
3: I yeah, think those will cool because we were talking about it. Buddy, I buddy fight.
2: No, uh, it, whatever. Though, like every other card game, like but like probably like. I would say Yu Gi Oh and like Magic are stupidly expensive for no reason. Like like when Eldritch first released for the first like six to eight months, like I spent seven hundred dollars on my deck. Like and dude, is, didn't and even that's have just for, that's just for the main deck,
3: dude. It, 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 even that was he like was, he was worth his weight in gold. I thought that was so
2: funny. <laughs> like that, like that's so it's it's crazy just how like expensive this card game is. Like, it's gotten yeah, a little
3: bit I, better, but like it's, more, it's still Madden's so bad.
2: Even more expensive if you're playing like the actual like meta version of Magic. If,
3: if you're playing standard, oh, these like, standard is so expensive. I mean, look at Nadir servant. Isn't it, like seventy four bucks? It's like
0: sixty. Yeah. yeah, it's,
3: it's so expensive. Price. Like, not Like four or five Like honestly, I, like they're, they're doing a good trend of like having like they're they they're having like all the, like they're making like so only the newer cards are like somewhat expensive or. Yeah. Really and I will
2: say that it's better, and like, Konami's really gotten better about the fact of, like, like reprinting staples. The problem with them for years, like, when MST first came out, that card was, like, is... $60, $70 for, like, that is... three Ugh. years. Which that is, like, is like
3: like, 50 like, that's crazy. reprints.
2: Like, and, like, back <laughs> in the day, Twin Twister was, like, $25 for almost, like, a year.
3: Oh, I mean, it was so that. easy to pull
2: too
0: that was the mean, issue. like
2: oh i remember that I love you those bought boxes. a box you
0: got like seven of them and they're like yeah. worth 25 bucks like, a piece like, the, like, wow, and, pro-
2: and that was the problem like they never like reprinted like staples and the fact that we've gotten like two infinite and permanent reprints in the same
3: year is like act-
2: is like really healthy for the game it's like it really golden
3: lord got a reprint like literally a month after like two months after it was printed that was insane so, like, yeah, it it's, really needed it to, though, because
0: I'm not trying to say it. was so expensive. I mean, it, two was hundred months, months it was definitely like longer than two
3: card. months, but they got
2: announced like two or three months after. But like, oh, I mean... I
0: have a question about... I have a question for real. So, rogue decks, right? Let's look at mm-hmm. Noble Knights, for example. Oh, hold on. Instantly when they, yeah, instantly when they came out, they were rogue, right? Swear, when they came out,
3: it was one vanilla monster.
0: Yeah, <laughs> True. But, I mean, like, they slowly gain traction. Like, for example, like, I watched this video. It was talking about Skull Servants, right? And they were, like, came out as, like, the weakest card. And then when the grass was greener and all the things that they had, it was like an OTK with negates on wheels, which is insane. And I feel like rogue decks always have that potential. You know, they're just one card away, two cards away,
3: three. One of the biggest... So, like one of the biz- biggest examples of a rogue deck, like being unexpected and just needing one more card to be uh, really good, was um, being, you know, I-, I think it was YCS Portland, where uh, Grand Maju got second, and he was playing oh, like yeah. the whole the Golden Land. He was playing like, uh, what's that card? Like the, the Extrude uh, Gizmack. That- oh, that was my favorite. Yeah. That was my favorite. I was there for that one.
0: And, and it's just a beat Sky Strike <laughs> so well, just outpower first Striker, and that
3: was really like it, it, it was such a like genius deck too. And it's now it's everywhere. With, it's the
2: same thing with like the Lunar Lights for a while, like before oh, yeah, Lynx like, and all that. Before links and all that, Lunar Lights was like considered like one of the rogue OTK decks. I remember that 21 YCS Chicago. Yeah, and then here we come years later, like that deck has been like Lunaris was rogue for so long. Like I, I, like Lunar Lights had like a decent amount of regional like invites. Like they weren't tossed, mm-hmm. but they were invites. And now well, it cut to, like, two formats ago. It was, like, the fucking, like, best deck to have. And like,
0: it was Tyger ridiculous. Was like- I think Konami had to come through and, you know, destroy that deck so people can play. <laughs> the Tire was so broken. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I said, yeah. um, I said, um, Konami had to come in and, you know, literally destroy the deck so people could play. Like, it was re- insane. If you had three negations, they were still playing through you because it only takes one card for them to go off.
3: Well, I mean, ridiculous. To be fair, a lot of the deck's power was, like, because of Azathoth at the beginning. Yeah. It was
2: because of Azathoth and then, like, destroying, like, Tiger being, like, the normal right, combo. Go. Tiger being, like, a Monster born for four cards is kind of ridiculous.
3: Yeah.
0: And that's then, cool. so, I want to and go then- a little bit back to the Rogue section. So, I want to ask each and every one of y'all, what's your favorite Rogue deck? I know Isaiah says Zombie, which is a good...
3: No, a no, that's my game. least favorite one. I hate that deck oh, so much. Oh, least... Oh. Earlier, I swear you said most. I thought you I said I, most, too. I did, but that's only... Dude, I don't know why. Every time I play a deck, I always lose to Zombie World. I don't know why.
0: He's a warrior. That's you go back
2: you know, to 2000, 2006 to pick up those $60 MSTs. <laughs> <laughs> the MST, yeah.
0: So, um, what about you, Jacob? Let me just go down the list. What's your favorite rogue deck
2: and why? Like, right now? I mean, your favorite of all time. Probably okay, right now Thunder Dragon's Rogue, so I can, I'll say Thunder Dragon.
0: Okay, that's a fair pick. I mean, they're really prevalent in this format, though. You can see them every now and again. Jesse Cotton was trying to style with them with that weird janky 60 card deck, so it was pretty fun. What about you, Arthur? Okay,
2: he goes, You know what? Dragon Link, bro, Dragon
4: Link. <laughs> that's
3: my favorite deck. <laughs>
4: <laughs> He's like, oh, honestly, it's really it's underrated. underrated.
3: <laughs> you know oh, uh, all the wins they got?
0: Don't expect it.
2: Yeah, bro. You know, uh, I got my normal uh, and they're decks. like, holy crap, what are you playing?
3: <laughs> uh, I'm playing Red Eyes. <laughs> oh.
4: I know uh, one of my favorite rogue decks, because I, I just thought it was so stupidly funny, was, uh, I know we mentioned earlier with Skull Servants, how you just get your one scroll, your one serving guy, and suddenly that thing has like 10k attack. So
0: yeah, it. it's kind of scary. Go ahead, Arthur. <laughs>
1: Uh, I, Like, overall, I, I mean, it's not... I, I don't think it'd be considered Rogue right now, but, like, I, like I've like i always really liked Prank Kids, and, like, you know, took Milan, like, 2018 or whatever, and I was like, oh, man, this looks pretty cool. And then, and it was, like, even at that point, it was still, like, one card away, and now it's, like, pretty nuts, although it dies to, like, literally every hand. Double Regeki on
0: your turn is a pretty
3: good thing, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> One one kid getting four getting like eight cards is kind of good. Yes. Uh, starting with one kid is
1: difficult for me. Well, yeah.
0: And I have to say, prank kid is the perfect example of a rogue deck that nobody knows that can win an event.
3: It's more. I think it's a perfect example of a rogue deck that just needed one more card to become like really viable.
0: Right. And thank goodness they gave us the link one. Not really, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> yeah. give, give
2: us back Colossus, bro. Let's see how good Prank are.
0: <laughs> you, you think they will just play uh, Thunder Dragons in their deck and run
3: a Colossus. Dude,
2: that variant sucks. That, that variant sucks. That variant's brookie as hell.
3: Yeah. What do you mean, dude? Roxy's Banish Roar. That sounds broken. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <we'll see laughs> that'd be
0: fun. That'd be fun. fun.
2: Brinks suck his light back, bro. I'll, I'll fucking
3: play oh, Thunder I, Dragons. I, I, all day. I miss that card so much.
2: I'll, I'll play Thunder Dragons all day, dude. I, I'm so mad. I went to like nine events of that deck. And I remember.
3: I I I miss. Uh, I remember. I think it was uh regional I was in Seattle. And I was playing the second VA, and I got and it was last round. And I got all the way up the table two. And I was like sitting next to Manav, and and it was like so like for, literally. What's it called? It was a uh, table one through eight. I was the only non sky striker player at the like at the table. Jeez. So, like, I I recommend- was, it, was, it was it was so
2: crazy because there was a uh. There was a PPG that I went to, and round up to round six, I was, uh, I was undefeated. Then I got a feature match, and then after that feature match, the next three rounds, I just got bodied. <laughs> That's how I, it goes I, like,
3: you feel like you're doing yeah. so good, and then boom, you, you just, everything goes down. I go. was so
2: excited about the dumb, like, non relevant feature match. <laughs>
0: he, he had like the most energetic feature match you would ever see him recorded. It's I remember, so uh, funny. I, I remember, <laughs> uh, Dallas, uh, right? <laughs>
2: right. It was about uh, PPG Dallas.
0: Oh my goodness, he was going against like a um the FTK yeah. version. Oh, and he was jumping up like
2: whoa! No, uh, I, I know it was it was some like it's an FTK I didn't even know about. It was I forgot what it was called, but like game one, he told me to, like I also actually, he told me to go first. So I'm like okay, and I like and I did the whole Thunder Danger full combo. Like he couldn't play, and we go game two, and he went he goes first, and I, I didn't know what to side, and I decided, in like I didn't know what he was playing. So I decided in like uh I think I started in spear modes. before is before Nibiru. I think I started in spear modes and like forgot. I think I think that was it. And so uh he like halfway through I realized he sends that dumb dragon card that burns you for like four thousand. And as soon as he sent that, I'm like, Oh I'm gonna die,
3: aren't I? <laughs> oh, oh, is he playing yeah. the Pendulum FTK? No No, he was playing mm-hmm. the um World Legacy. Yeah, FTK. This is like way after that. Oh, World
4: yeah. Man, what was that dumb Dragon. That Yugi used. Uh, uh, forget the name of it. Gandora. Yeah, oh, Gandora. Gandora yeah, yeah.
3: The, yeah oh, no, that no, one. Was like,
2: playing like World Charles Gandora FTK.
3: I mean... <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm like, just sitting there, like, what? Like, oh. oh yeah, because like,
2: I've, because like I, like I've never heard of this deck at all, and I'm just like, what the hell is going on?
3: We didn't get it for oh. so long. <laughs> And and that have had that for so long, but we didn't have Yo, it Oh considered that rogue to be honest,
0: because no one really expected it in it. No, I was really like I was, like, I was like
3: so like like
2: I just started dying. And then and then, <laughs> like round and then like turn and then game three he just I mean I went first and he didn't draw a hand trap and it was over.
3: With the one rogue deck I was like I, my my biggest like lost streak for like rogue decks is like the ones I've lost to the most is fluffles. We have this one local fluffle player, and I don't know why, dude. Yeah, I like, just beats everybody. It just doesn't oh, make oh, sense. Ty, Ty hates playing his Fluffles. I hate it with a passion. Because like I oh, like, like it's it's really
2: confu it's really confusing for a lot of players who don't know what everything does to so, like choose what. I literally,
3: I'm the I, I only know I only know what every card does now because of our local fluffle. Uh, uh, Ty, you know what's called? You know Thomas, right? Griffin? Yeah, the dude with the long dude, hair. Right? Dude, he always wins with fluffle. Literally, so we have oh. a so our locals has a top eight at naps. And he like be- he's beaten like four times in a row of fluffles. It makes like no sense. He always opens like again, like in the every matchup, he always opens like four hand traps, and he opens like toy vendor and wings.
0: And, well, no, like and, you
3: know, uh, it's like fair like, wings.
0: They can run golden ward now and end on VFD with like two negates, and you're like, are you serious? It, it, well,
2: this doesn't yeah, make sense. That build is nice. That build, oh, oh, you um, don't
0: know what to hit. That's the issue. Like I know what off, he got
2: he, he was getting so aggravated. Just because
0: just uh, hit, uh, I, if you, you have Ash, you, just gamma,
3: wing.
2: Just
0: hit wing. you do a Gamma and Ash and an Imperm, and I hit all the right spots, and he was like, "You know, my hand's pretty nuts. Forget your hand traps. I'm just gonna go ham." And he gets, <laughs> and he just removed me. I was like, "What
2: is this?" Because no, like, uh, the, but a, a problem with Fluffles though is if you like, if you can't get to Polly, the deck just feels so like. Yeah, that's yeah, here. that's like the
3: biggest like, like you. You always ask like, there's only like, two things to hit in the deck. It's like Fluffle Wings and the Grave. Or a fight for patchwork. So the only thing is hitting the deck. Like if you can't get to, there, were so many times where I would lose, and like because I just
2: couldn't get to poly. and I'm just like, yeah. I mean, I can't really do anything now. I guess I guess I can make like I can try to get like my second golden ward engraved to make a VFD. Nami
0: slowly releases, releases so much support for that deck. Like it's, it's insane. Like, like, like do
3: fluffle, fluffle wings is, is such is a up. broken card. Like yeah, that card is so oh. broken. It draws two cards and, and searches you a card.
0: Yeah. And then, anyway, so stupid. And also, going on to my favorite decks, Lightsworn. Oh my goodness. Oh, I,
2: I, don't love,
0: I love Lightsworn with the patch. I saw Jacob playing the sauce and I was like, yo, hold up. Let me just pick this deck up real quick. And it's insane. A card that mills you three, I feel like that's like back when safety Card was a thing with grass. I mean, like, it was. Um, it was so good. It gives you so many resources.
2: I missed I
3: miss that deck. It's oh,
0: like, like lights ones oh, like, like, are like always around somewhat somewhere. And then remember at locals, Isaiah's when I was playing when I had O-line and Needle Fiber, I was making some pretty nutty plays and boards with it. It was pretty cool. I got third with it. I
3: think against you me. you passed. Oh Wait, yeah. I had triple raid. just passed. <laughs> like you know when Raiden? Right you Went right normal raid mill two pass. I'm like, okay,
2: Oh, yeah, no, because there definitely are hands with that deck. That is like, you're looking at it like, man, it's like, I, it's like this, this I, raiden better really get me there.
0: I like, played 60 cards and I had triple wolf, felice, and a raiden in my hand starting off. You me mills me two spells when I only run six. I'm like, excuse me.
3: <laughs> oh, I remember, <laughs> I was, I remember, I, uh, somebody got so salty against me. I was, I, I was playing the 60 card thing and I make Minerva. And I'm playing sixty and I and I mill uh wolf wolf fellas off of Minerva, and I draw three cards.
0: It's insane. I mean yeah, like
3: I, I was playing against Spirals, uh when I
2: was when I was playing Light Sworns. and uh I went I made Curious and I dumped the uh Oh I can't think of it. I dumped uh I can't remember exactly I think I, I I can't remember exactly what I dumped. But I dumped something and then I milled like double Wolf Feliz. And I just it's and so my good. Inboard, my inboard was like uh, my board was Griffin Trigate with, like, I think Omega. You and Imperial the Order, Imperial and, like, Order, them Dweller thing. What
3: did you see an Imperial Order? Because that's what I, I do with my. I Mike.
2: don't remember, I'm guessing. I don't know, that was so long ago. I
3: don't remember what I'm exactly. Uh, my, fa- I said. my favorite rogue deck is Constellars. Anybody know oh, that, no, deck? That, deck. <laughs> no, that deck is garbage? <laughs> it's so bad, <laughs> oh, but like, yeah. I really like that deck. Like, it's like, uh, it's uh, so trash. It, it, like, it, like it, it passes on, ladies. It passes on, ladies.
2: There was like this dude that locals who kept playing every weekend.
3: It's and, so like, shit.
2: And, and, and like, <laughs> This was like a year or two ago now and he would just go effect and i would just go Valor, And He's like pass I'm like, this is horrible. I'm like, how? I mean, like- funny you?
3: Oh, my favorite it- card that a I- uh, uh, freaking uh, Constellar Pollux. It's like Strathmite, but it can't be Vaylerd. Oh. oh
2: Wow, so I'm a gamut.
3: <laughs> it can't be Gamma, it's like it- it's oh. a really weird. It's a really weird card. Yeah, and like it's, oh. it's the one of the few cards. Oh, the you it. <laughs> think you think you really think I'm gonna summon five times? Oh, don't so you always... worry. You're gonna summon five. I, I can <laughs> barely summon two. Oh,
2: don't you worry. I'm gonna go Gylissaurus, and your time I make you summon five
3: Gylissaurus maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And it's like uh, with rogue matchups, I mean, rogue decks in general, there's always a higher tier, no lower tier. Because let's be honest here, ain't nobody expecting this. Whoa whoa,
2: whoa, 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 hold on. No, <laughs> no, no one's really expecting no anti-meta. That, that's the best rogue. That's the most skillful rogue deck. Oh, uh, no. yes. I'm uh-huh. always
4: summoning my... What's that dumb fossil dino guy? I'm summoning so, him.
2: Uh, At our locals, there's like three people who play anti-meta, and it's so fucking annoying. God, I, hate so it. I hate
0: I I hate. It. Oh. I can respect a good player that knows what to like use and negate, but they play like the weirdest cards in it and I just don't no, understand. No, one of
2: them just play, one of them plays the dino and the uh oh I can't think of the dumb name. The dumb Spectre. level 4 guy. Yeah, Inspector Border. And he plays like he plays uh, like
3: he plays like Storming. And fun fact, just... I uh I cheated at I cheated at original once with border. Oh. Apparently <laughs> apparently you can't normal like two borders in a row. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apparently, oh, I, I got top eight by accident, and we both oh, didn't notice. <laughs> uh, oh, the, the funniest—the funniest part was the judge is like, "Yeah, you know you can only summon border. Like, you know you can only summon border after, if you set it right." And like, "Oh, his eyes like, fine hey, Whoops! Though. whoops. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. <laughs> and then was <laughs> people.
2: I cannot tell you how many people at like an event when I was playing Thunder Dragons. They were trying to like normal another border. Yeah, I'm, thinking, I, I'm thinking, I, like a link tree or whatever, and I'm I, like, and I'm, like, oh. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, <laughs> like oh. and I'm, and he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you can only control one. And he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I, and, and he didn't even pick up the card to read it, which means he knew what he was doing. He's and that's what players.
0: That's a lot of reasons why people don't like row players is because yeah. some of them are known to really treat like so. For example, yeah. um, in Dallas YCS, the dude that we met, the Vitomis player. He <laughs> was cheating with marked cards. Like he took me out to McDonald's and bought me food. I was all happy and stuff. But he was a rogue player by any means. Rogue players so need good. all they can get. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> they need all they can get. their it. deck does, I feel like rogue players really know what their deck does, and they misplay. And they get in the
3: well, no, like cards. that's like the problem. Like if you're playing a rogue deck, you kind of have to know what you do. Your deck still yeah. is, like way better than normal. you playing
4: like yeah, you're playing, like, like,
3: deck, you're playing a your worse deck. deck you have yeah, to like. Just, you have to like make up by just playing better. Like, right. oh, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if you guys know, about the guy on DB, literally the best ABC player I've ever seen in my life. Like tier oh, pe- 550. I don't know. That dude is like the best, like actual, like ABC player I've seen in my life.
0: Bro, there's so like, many builds with ABC. Is ABC here too or is it rogue?
3: It's definitely rogue. rogue, right? It's so rogue. Really? I don't know. Oh, I feel like. It's so rogue. I don't know how that like, guy plays that deck for so like so long. Bro, just play
0: like sworn ABC. That's the best deck.
3: Yeah, um, deck.
4: I about ABC Oh, oh yeah. get out of here. Get <laughs> out.
0: I freaking love that deck. And um so speaking of what I just said about Rogue getting a bad reputation, what is your opinion on Rogue players? They can like, be like it's
3: like they're the same as every other yu player. They're either like a complete deckhead or oh, they're nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. yeah, and I really – and I don't understand how rogue players, you know, sometimes hate I, – I get that you hate the meta, don't want to play it, but you have to respect it. I mean, like at one point, your deck was at that top level, and now you're crapping on the top level dice, and you're like, oh, wow, I can't believe Dragon Link's a thing. So they need to play a good deck like mine. I mean, like, like for example, in Zectors, like, <laughs> I mean, if you're playing Zectors in 2020, if you don't have the Nuts combo, I mean, like, you're not really doing anything. But a lot of Zector players are really toxic. I'm talking about how, you know, how top tier players, I mean, I mean top level decks and players are really ruining this game. I mean, They're there's always an argument for that.
3: Dude, Hornet, Dragonfly, still so broken. What do you mean, dude? It pops like two cards. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Insane. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's just like, respect each other's level. You know what I'm saying? There's always going to be a rogue deck that beats a meta deck, and there's going to be meta decks that beat rogue decks. At the end of the day, sure, there's like a, a higher advantage to, you know, what a meta player has, but you as a rogue player probably know your deck a lot more than it is for a meta player. Because let's be honest, a lot of meta players, they net deck, they don't think of strategy, they just toss in the cards, and they just play. Am I right?
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Like They don't. Uh, they most don't,
0: of the time. But I mean, there's always those good players, like um, that one, the Black Kaiba dude, what was his name? forgot his name, but he's, uh, the dude who always plays Blue Eyes and he tops. I mean, oh, uh, that
3: guy, oh, that guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I really love that guy.
0: Triff, let's be honest, Triff. Let's—he's also a perfect example. Like,
3: uh,
0: oh, he, let's go, let's go, invest <laughs> deck. I <I'll> Be like, <laughs> be honest. Like, he takes ideas uh, out of nowhere and he creates them himself. And he like spends time studies the game and he knows how the deck works. And he, oh, talks so funny. He's oh, he's Dude, hilarious.
1: I,
3: I, I'll never—I know—I'll never—I'll know, never, I'll never get over that video. Video. It was like, guys, it's over. Dragon Link is just too good. It puts up two and a half negates. Yeah. <laughs> Infernoble puts up like a negate. Dude, don't and, even get uh, me on, don't even get me started on invoked. It puts up mechaba. Yeah. <laughs> and he has an f-
0: interesting way of looking at it. And if you look at his like if, like when he actually plays, he can show that he plays with the top level players. But to be fair, Look at his locals. I mean, when you're going against those like like uh,
2: Like five world competitors, like they obviously have some sort of respect for him.
3: Yeah, freaking uh, what's it called? I'll never, I'll never, like honestly, like my favorite list. I'm not sure if he made it, but I freaking love this list. It was that Infernoble Ignite deck. That deck was so cool. He worked on it
0: with somebody else, but it was his deck. That deck was so cool. And no one plays it.
3: I mean, it's like, wow, you're playing, like, 20 rotas? Excuse me? <laughs> it literally it literally does pendulum summon. Dude, you can pendulum yeah. summon uh, two monsters and tribute, um, and then tribute summon uh, Gear Freed. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, bro, let's just go ahead and, you know, do a full combo real quick. Uh, Speaking gotcha. of Gear Freed, uh, my favorite, uh, best combo with this hold is to send nine equip spells, and then you set five cards, face down. past your turn. Oh, yes.
0: Oh, yes. Biggest brain of all of you,
3: us. you, you know, stand by, flip Imperial Order, Macro, uh, and <laughs> just go, just pass on Gear Freed.
0: Joke's on you. You thought I was playing, uh, Infernoble, I was playing anti-med it the whole time. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I always have a place in my heart for rogue players. I mean, they're just having fun and they can really compete, but then the issue with rogue players, is sadly almost every single side card every, every single year ever made just craps on them, no matter what.
3: <laughs> Another like, big problem for rogue decks, like a lot of the time, they'll they, like it'll like the problems just get worse and worse for them. Like, as every other, like, other new deck gets better and better, like they're just left in the dust. Like,
0: and they know, like, Cynon- totally not getting anything why is the help of, like called by the grave you know, triple tactics, and, you know, it was uh, this this new card coming out called Crossout? Or whatever it's
3: called.
0: I mean, like, they're trying their best. They have to realize that um, when they give negations and interruptions like that to Rogue decks, they're giving it to Meta, and uh, (laughs) it's just making them more powerful. (laughs) It's just like, Wow, bro, we gave you all by the grave, but uh, everybody's playing three now. Hmm, weird. Triple tactic talents, you know, some decks don't play it, but if they do, it's such a huge plus. And it's like a, how much was it when it came out? Like a $80, $90 card? Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I was it was expensive. It's getting to a point to where a rogue deck that wants to, you know, you know, not pay as much, has to shell out $500 just on like five cards alone to try to compete. If they're not, they're
3: getting pub stomped really bad. Yeah. I can't imagine like like a good like rogue deck that doesn't have a lo- like a horrendous amount of new cards in it. I mean, let's be honest here. Like, uh, I was kind of
0: rocking for coins with a whole bunch of new cards because I tried to compete. I mean, like, I just feel like it's a hard world to be a rogue player because you're always getting worse while their decks are getting better. But you have so much the best, the best,
3: like, uh, but in, in, like, another aspect, the, it's the best feeling is when you do win with Rogue Deck. It's, like, that All best right. feeling.
0: Because it's hard work putting into it. I know, Mark, like, didn't you play Malefic and you was wrecking people? And then, like, Insect Giant <laughs> Ballpark? <laughs> well, I whatever. Like
3: again?
4: I played Malefic uh, Necrovalley. I played one turn with Malefic. Uh, I smacked an uh, uh, Infernoble guy, but that was pretty much it. Uh,
3: I played, played Malefic did... Necrovalley. It was fine.
4: Right. No, no, I'm not talking about you, Jacob. <laughs> I was talking about this one red-haired kid I played, like, two rounds later. Or a round later, I don't know.
0: And then you guys have such a blessing, like, if you guys wanted to drive out there, you guys have Epic Games to kind of go and try. Does Epic Games have a lot of role players, or do they have a lot of, you know, kind of, like... They're
2: they're definitely more meta.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're more meta. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also kind of, like, why really depends on where you're from because if you're, like, in the middle of nowhere, chances are you're not playing full-powered Dragon Link or full-powered Infernoble. You're playing, uh, they're they're playing, playing power
2: like, like, about, like, just, like about another bad part is, like, if just because they have the full deck it does not mean, like, they know how to play it properly. <laughs>
0: True, and that's also another issue because some decks are so helmet that some players think are they're the best. But as soon as that deck is hit, and there's not another helmet deck, what do you do? You like it really shows your colors. Uh, you know, mommy or daddy or you just spent shelled out thousands of dollars on cards, and you're just over here playing a helmet deck, and you're thinking you're the man. I mean, it's really horrible sometimes where you see some of these top tier players. I'm not top tiers, but people who top the vents and they know that deck is hit and they're gone off the face of the earth. You never hear from them again. It's because mommy and daddy spend out that money. You win the die roll. Let's you know, you have your invite. Golden like Nationals list comes out. You're like X
3: in like 10. <laughs> I remember, I remember my, my first Nationals, which was literally uh, last year's Nationals. I was I, I was five zero for the first uh, five rounds. And I, I I just proceeded to like shit the bed.
0: What were you playing?
3: I was playing uh, Zephyra. Oh. It's a little spicy. I think it was so fun. Yeah.
0: And Kurt, you're a judge. Do um, you have any stories and any interesting things about Rodex in your past?
1: You know, judging experiences, I guess I would say. Like the most recent thing that like dealt with Rogue was like there was uh and Isaiah still know, but like there was a guy playing uh, a Lair-, Lair Infernoid against a striker player. Oh, and, hey. Like they were the the whole ruling about like, you know, you summon like you summon Ray and then who gets to tribute that guy first, you know? Like, that kind well, of thing. Oh, uh, I guess it's his turn player. Right, yeah. Mm. So that came up, but then, like, there's, like... The rogue player was, like, very nice, very cordial about things, but, like, when strike, This was, like, back when Striker was, like, super meta.
3: Oh, I hate Engage so much.
1: Yeah, and, like, you imagine... Yeah, you know exactly who this is, but, like, it just... He's gotten down to, like, 20 seconds. Uh, the the inferno player's like, hey, let me... I'm going to activate this thing. And he, the striker players is like, pushing him to go like, no, you don't have time to activate. I, I'm activating this thing. I'm going to battle phase right now. And it's like, okay, dude, like, come on, man. Like, let's, well, let's...
2: well, this is like, a lot of us don't understand rulings of like, almost everything you do in Yu-Gi-Oh, your opponent has a chance to respond. Like, if he goes normal Ray and you're playing Inferno and layers up, he has a chance to tribute your Ray before you have a chance to even activate Ray's effect. For the fact of being, Yu-Gi-Oh has a thing called player response priority. And the fact of the matter is, in the rulebook it literally says, anything your opponent attempts to do, or if a a summon is successful, your opponent has a chance to activate a response in that summon. And that matter, like, like the Infernal card has to tribute the ray, like, for cost to activate its effect. And a lot of people don't understand that about the whole layer thing, and that's what annoys me, is I feel like some of the worst, like, I guess, rogue matchups I've seen, is like layer players playing against meta people who have no clue what they like, whole about the whole tributing for cost and all that. Like, there's so many meta like decks or like regionals or YCS that have gone to I look at top tables and there's like a layer player there. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. And his opponent is sitting there arguing with him saying, Oh, you can't tribute this, I get my thing first. And he's like, it's tributing his cost, like, and they don't understand how cost works or the fact that they have a chance to respond on pretty much anything you are going to do.
0: And that's kind of tying in with Chain Links, which surprisingly Rogue decks can't do. If you look at the current format, I mean, like, Dragon Link, where they have so many Chain Links that it's ridiculous. You can't even respond to half the things if you don't have the right cards in your hand. And it's just really nutty. And uh, infin- the, the uh, Layer of Darkness deck is really good in terms of, you know, creating those chain links and, you know, stopping other players from continuing. And if you don't know what it does, that was it, void of feast or feast of void, whatever that card is coming void out. Feast. Yeah. And that card's coming out and it's going to hurt. It's not going to be fun times whatsoever. <laughs> and um, I know Jacob was running that at one point and it was so hard. Was I playing? Was I playing since other still at the time when you picked up that deck? Oh,
2: no, I forgot what you were playing. I know you I know it wasn't tellers.
0: It was pendulums. I yeah, pendulums. I think
2: it was pendulums.
0: Oh my goodness! Every time you got rid of my election, I'm just sitting there like, "Hmm, I want to die." <laughs> and it was, uh, it was really hard to get over. But that deck is still seen. Um, my last locals I just went to. I'm actually went against one, and you know, a sadly, lot? I went against, went against a darkness deck. He was there.
3: Oh, I'll try. I think I was there.
0: Yeah, he was right next to the dude, and it was um. Sadly for him, I'm I'm playing Dragon Link, and I go first. Um, he doesn't have he has like two hand traps, which is really not going to really stop me if you know if you don't know what to hit. And he's just looking at his hand, and I have you know the whole Buster Lock, two negates, and then a send back to hand. It was just really insane. It's kind of it was, insane though.
3: It's like, it's like it's like even if you put up the full board, and like and like they activate Larry. It's it's like. Larry's such a stupid card, you kind of have to negate it.
0: Yeah, it's like it's forcing out. And then you're just sitting on, oh, what, you're, I'm sitting on a Buster Lock and one negate, and you're like, wow, I don't play an extra deck. I usually send it to Grave. Let me just destroy this man's life. <laughs>
4: and it's uh, it's really funny. So like, It's, it's like that one dumb meme, uh, uh, memes like, you're a monster, our monster.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're a monster, our monster. <laughs> <laughs>
0: super poly. Uh, super poly. Oh my goodness. Dude, super I, I, super I, dude,
2: I like don't don't bring that fucking card up, dude. <laughs> I,
3: <laughs> Rodex <laughs> loves super like, poly. Oh I hate that guy. I, 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 I can't I, you, uh, yes. as, like there I, I was, I was, I was playing Crusade Thunder.
2: At, like, and I'm at, like, yeah, I'm at, I'm at the top 16 table. And game one, this this fucking Ultrageist player is making two poly, and he just goes standby phase anything. I'm like, no, and I don't have like double, and then I have like double Colossus, the dumb hot red eyes arch screen dude, and I thought was like the like the combo board back then. And I have like, and, I, and he answered me, so I couldn't make like, seal, and he just goes super poly, takes away my Colossus, mind the gate, and I'm just like, all oh, right, cool, dude. You know, right? yeah. <laughs> a great game, bro. I uh, remember, I right, and I'm just like, man, I wish you could be as good
3: as. You. YCS what? Vegas? I was making oh. sphere mode into altergeist <laughs>
0: That's Kim's
3: <laughs> yeah, Raheem yeah. uh Raheem, you know uh, you know Raheem, right?
0: I have heard of him, I haven't met him yet.
3: He's our best local player essentially. Oh what's called? Um he he, he told me in the main deck sphere mode and lava goal, but I I just did it. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, sure.
0: I mean it's probably good. In case you just bounce? Dude, it was,
3: back so, back. It was spiral it, it, was a- it was spiral format.
4: Oh <laughs>
3: you know it actually it worked out so well. I played like five spiral players. So what
0: in essence is y'all's number one hated road card?
3: Zombie World.
0: Yeah, you already said Zombie World. What about you, Jacob? I Jager? hate that
3: card so much.
0: Probably Super Polly. Polly oh, is annoying.
4: Uh is it would it evenly be considered a road card?
0: No, no. Oh, I
4: don't think so. Card.
0: That's like a general side card. Um Hmm, what do I hate? Skill drain? Oh my goodness.
4: Skill drain. You drain skill. No, and inspector border is also really annoying. Uh, uh, what am saying? Is Mystic Mind's not even meta? Is it? It probably it is. Is.
3: It is. Probably pretty much is. You know when you like, well, I hate that card so much. Well, correction.
0: So yeah. I feel like Mystic Mine is not a deck of its. I mean, of course, there's a Mystic Mine deck, but I mean, like the card itself is used mm-hmm. in every, even in rogue decks, especially in mm-hmm. rogue decks. Oh my goodness.
3: Like, it's like, like, if, like if, you, if somebody mains that card, it's saying you better have an out in your main deck to this card.
0: Right, right. And it's so it's, And it's such an
3: annoying card.
0: So, I have a question for y'all. A lot of rogue players have been saying this. I do not agree, because I simply think the card is good. What is your opinion on Dragoon in this format?
3: It's just, like, in, like, such a, like, combo-heavy format, it doesn't do much. Like it's not even combo heavy format, it's just a like a combo like preference of a format of our format. Like we always prefer combo decks. And Dragoon is like it very much helps like it helps like decks like still like it's just, like, it, like it's good, but compared to like what's going on right now without like without the presence of Maxi, it just doesn't do much.
0: Right, I just feel like, you know,
3: really wrote... Maxi come back and see the guards. Like, really... Maxi. About, that card, if that card comes back, I'm not playing. I don't want to play either. I hate that card so much.
0: Just play Eldritch. Everyone's gonna play Oh yeah, over. I'm gonna I'm
3: gonna play I, Eldritch. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Conquistador Sanguine and then chain, gonna chain, chain Maxi and then I draw two cards.
0: Insane. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, Maxi is like why
2: I hate it is because if you have Maxi in your hand, it doesn't. And like let's say you It's so bro. Like, it's so
3: annoying. That's what i what you playing yeah. a, like if you're playing a combo deck and you, like and your like, both players playing combo decks, okay? One player has Maxi and one doesn't, okay? Now you're saying, okay, I'm gonna pass and pass. Now I put my opponent's playing a combo deck. Okay, I guess I just, I just lost because I didn't draw Maxi. Well, I just saying, Maxi comes out, oh. combo decks aren't really going to
2: be a thing anymore. Like, they're good. They're, it's just going to be control decks, which is cool and all. But, like, oh. for the fact of the matter is, Eldritch still is going to use game. We both are playing Eldritch, and I go Conquistador or Sanguine. Like, those, <laughs> are, those are, like, their two main interruption cards, and they have Maxi. Like sure, I'm gonna get rid of two of his cards, but he's also drawing two more cards. So we just went neutral. Technically, I neg. Went neutral. True. Well, technically, what well, technically you went neg one? But like. So if
0: we look at the OCG. I really feel like we would shift easily. The OCG is like, like
3: super weird, like because yeah. Maxi doesn't like just chain like the decks we're playing. It also changes the style of deck building itself.
4: Right. Yeah, also like, that, uh, it, I like, feel like we still have a code by one.
3: I'm pretty, I think Maxi yeah. is like just the most powerful card this game's ever had. Like, like, only like on, based on like what it does to a whole, like, to Yu-Gi-Oh! as a whole, like it completely warps the game by, like.
0: Yeah, it makes you, the player, stop playing. Because you're like, wow, if I continue, it, it just, this man has so much hand advantage, I'm screwed.
3: And like, it, like, forces, like, you to, like, minimize, which you don't want to do in Yu-Gi-Oh!
0: Right, and then the OCG, it's there's so the argument goal-based, that... and it's so long over there, plus with our time rules, I feel like it really honestly hurt the game so much if Maxi comes back, because the games are like, always you... going to end on in, in time. Like, there's going to be no combo. Argument...
3: Go ahead. There's multiple arguments for why Maxi, should, like, should come back. like Like, why, like, it can like like you can stop whatever you want, but like it's not really a good argument. Like the fact that it's yeah. making me stop is not good is already bad enough. Right.
0: And then at that point if there was combo players, you'd probably see a lot more gamma and like the lambda was it the Lambda uh thing they have that Oh I love it.
3: That. I love that card yeah. so much.
0: Yeah, they probably will, they probably find ways to run lamb like make Lambda turn one. I mean like I mean summon two and just continue their I shenanigans. Think I love that card. But, like, and they had an argument, like, oh, you have Ash. oh, you have cardboy, oh, you have tri- Triple
3: Tactics, it's fine. I think Maxi is, like, uh, I think Maxi is a card, like, it can benefit Rogue. Like, that's, like, one of the, I think, one of, like, the few Rogue benefiters. But the problem is, like, I mean, it's yeah, not exactly. a card. Because, like, right. Rogue decks so, generally, like, always, like, do less than every other deck.
0: Right, like, and the, the issue with it is they give these Rogue decks so much stuff, Meta comes by and is like, hey, hey mind if I abuse that real quick? And then it just makes it worse for the rogue player. Like, wait, it's supposed to be for me? <laughs> and it's like, nope. Like, for example, um, what was insane, um, pretty recently, uh, rock. I mean, let's look at Dragon Link when it was like not even a meta deck, but, right? Like, you know, it's always been like offlandish meta. Yeah, uh, when it first started out, I mean, because no like it. even even rock
3: even in rock format, it was still a deck. It just Rock was, like, better. Now, I'm talking about, like, before it got discovered. Like, before, before, like, Rockets. you like, Dragon, like, Rockets, like, that deck was, like, really jank. Like, I, nobody expected that. Like, yeah, they're, like
0: to- they're like, wait a minute. Launcher is a pretty good card. Hold up. <laughs> Popping the summon, that's a free Savage. I mean, I always feel like Rogue decks always have one or two cards away, or I feel like there's already a combo out there that nobody knows. They just have to reevaluate it. I mean, like for example, like Inferno uh, Infernoble's smoke grenade. Oh my goodness! When they found out smoke grenade was a thing, that was contention for that card getting banned. And I feel like there's more cards in our in our database, you know, in our library that we can probably find somewhere and abuse. Like for example, Zach and that um, what was that janky card he used against me to win?
3: <laughs> Norialis. <laughs> yeah,
0: Norialis. Like, who the who expects that crap? You know, don't expect.
3: <laughs> I I knew it was in there.
0: Well, because you knew the you know him longer than me, and you know the deck. I didn't. If like, if you wouldn't, no, so you know,
3: <laughs> I was so mad. I had
0: full combo in my uh, hand. I
3: just literally, the, like the worst north. example of like, of like, of like Yu Gi Oh was when I when I like we me and him played. We uh, we were both playing. He was playing mermel like hand loop F, like FTK mm-hmm. and I was playing Dragon Link so, so I go first okay I win the die roll he's like okay I'll go to game 2
4: <laughs>
3: and he, go, he and then so I look at my hand I don't open a hand trap okay I'll go to game 2 he goes he goes normal diva I go okay I'll go to game 2 because I don't have a hand trap game 3 he was like oh I didn't open any hand traps. I guess, I guess I'll call it a match <laughs> it was so our, our <laughs> match our game was like 4 minutes long
0: <laughs> fun games indeed and it's so bad i mean i'm not so bad you know? <laughs> so bad so i i watched i was reading this one post on twitter and this dude made an excellent point he said Yu-Gi-Oh got to a point to where it's so fast that konami made traps for the hand and he feels like hand traps are basically same as old traps in the sense of it helps you control the game even if your opponent Going first, you know what I'm saying. A lot of people complain about hand traps, but if you look back in the day, back when Yu Gi Oh
3: first started, I mean, like, traps were essential, right? Very recently, I feel like the game's gotten a bit slower, like, ever since Eld was introduced. I like, it's like, it's like,
0: they're introducing more trap based decks into the format because it slowed things down. People are like, hey, that's pretty cool. And I don't like the misconception that like hand traps are ruining the game. I'm like, no, they're just basically, instead of setting them on the field, going first, I can use it on your turn, and you can use it on my turn. Right? And it's like, some decks don't even use it and still top
3: it. There is a problem. It doesn't introduce the problem. Is like, now your deck, like, like now, when they, now when they make decks, the decks, every deck has to be like, in order for it to be viable, it has to play through, like, one to two hand traps every game.
0: yeah. I mean, sure, they're abusing it, but uh I feel like still like it was needed. Cause let's be honest here. If we had Dragon Link, no Imperm, no Ash, no Gamma, uh Yeah, that's gonna be really cancerous. Let's be honest here. No Nibiru, my goodness. Imagine a world like that. It's just gonna be like, wow, bro, whoever wins the die roll really wins the game. There's literally no outing it. But anyways, um, that's about all the time we have left for Big Brain Gaming's it first is. podcast. Yeah, uh, I want to thank you guys so much for uh, talking with me today about Rogue. Um, I hate, I hate you. <laughs> I know you do. Thank you so much, guys, for talking. Um, again, this is Big Brain Gaming. Thank you for listening to our first ever podcast. Hope you guys have a great day, afternoon. Whenever you're listening to this video, and always remember Rogue is out there. Always expect it no matter what tournament you go to, and you'll be prepared. Uh, thank you guys so much, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later.
4: Giant ballpark best deck.
0: Uh, okay.